Welcome to The Impossible Job, a podcast about the misadventures in parenting that every parent goes through, regardless of who your family is. I'm Laura LaBelle, a part-time working mom with two young kids. I'm Laura Churchill, a stay-at-home mom with two boys. We're We're not not experts, just parents. parents. All right. right. (laughs) I got weird. All right. Hey. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We're doing the thing. Yeah. I mean, I think think spring break is coming up. So. Yeah. But I thought it was in like April. It's like close i mean it's march like so it's yeah that's true (laughs) close but not close enough yeah i'm 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 just like acutely aware of it just because i was looking on um our parks and rec okay uh website for when like summer camp sign up stuff is oh ours just opened up county yeah so it doesn't open up for us until the very end of march but then i saw spring break stuff and i was like oh snap let me see if i can get these kids (laughs) out for the (laughs) no all the programs you have to be accompanied by an an adult or parent or guardian or something that defeats the purpose exactly and i was like well no I'm not doing that. I'm not paying you money so I can go babysit my own kid. Exactly. I was so bummed. And I was just thinking also, too, I was like, ooh, my son's five now because he just, he had a birthday. So recently, but February hit his birthday. And so I'm like, ooh, he's five. So we can like sign up for more stuff and I don't have to be there. No, no, I don't have it. (laughs) Yeah. Bummed Parks and Rec. Our Parks and Rec opened up camp sign up, but they changed it this year where you have to be, I think it's eight or nine Mm. for any of the camps. (gasps) Whereas, like, before, you're right, yeah, I was going to sign up Smith, because he's five, and I was like, they had, like, dino camps and all these cool things. Yeah. No, this year, I think because of COVID, they've changed it, so you have to be, like, eight or nine. Yeah, they'd be, well, it's, they have probably limited, yeah. like, volunteer, not volunteers, but vol- limited. Teachers, yeah. People spaces. to, and, yeah, spaces. Ugh. So, yeah, I'm already starting to chart <laughs> out the time scheduling for like the summer breaks and stuff like that and then I'm, the kids are already registered so like soon as like the clock strikes whatever 9 a.m yeah i'm signing them up for summer <laughs> stuff Damn, out of the house names <laughs> mama oh, needs a break I just yeah it's been uh, like yeah. almost a year now or it's like the anniversary of or it's about to be yeah for like the one year of covid yeah well i mean like the the beginning of like the two-week lockdown (laughs) yeah remember that yeah you're like oh when we weren't sure what was gonna it's just two weeks we were so sweet (laughs) we're so naive we're gonna bake bread sew things so much banana bread oh my gosh (laughs) anyway now i'm just like another day Another day. <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> day 364. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Laura? We are going to do, I was thinking like a lightning round of parenting controversies. Okay. I have read an article uh-huh. and they were talking about these are the biggest like parenting controversies. And some of them I'm like, oh, I get it. I've seen enough Facebook fights over this yeah. thing to get it. Some of these I'm like, is this a controversy? I was like, going to say though, however... This is a no judgment yeah, yeah, zone. Yeah, I have no judgment on any so, of these because I'm sure you and I are going to fall on opposite ends of on some of these some things. Of these. Yes, because the number one one is co-sleeping, and I'm like, I already know how this plays <laughs> But neither of us have judgment, right? Towards I mean, the other, do what you need to do. Exactly. It's just it really surprised me. Some of these. These are probably the more like topics that spurred the most judgment. Right. Right. But we're gonna say. 
do what you got to do. No. Handle yourself. This is not how we're going to... Right. It's the whole mommy war thing. Right. Yeah. If you have been in a mom group on Facebook, you've probably seen a fight go yeah. down about this. And we're not we're about not it. We're not fighting. We're not about that. Yeah. So... We're here we're to support, but we're just going to talk about, yeah, like what our relationship is right. with these type of topics. So, number one, let's co- get sleeping. Into it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. We've talked about this so many times because I come in and I'm all like, I'm so tired and my kids are still in my bed. <laughs> right. And then, but you also want them to be there. So, I don't not want them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, like you said, like you, you like knowing where they are. Yeah, it's true. It's like an anxiety thing. I sleep better when I'm like, oh, I can literally just reach out. Okay, two kids are here. Right. I'm good. So, yeah. I get that. I get it, but I don't. But <laughs> I mean, no, I, I understand. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I don't, we don't, <laughs> we just don't. <laughs> I, I'm not, we've done, okay. So, yes, my kids have absolutely come into our bed Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. They had a bad dream, wanted to sleep with us, and we absolutely let them. At times, they've also come in and they've slept with us, and I could not handle it more than, like, 20 minutes or something. And then one of us had had to get up to bring them back to bed. My kids are not delicate sleepers. They don't just lay there. They're more acrobatic type sleepers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we... (laughs) So we had, like, a queen bed. Mm -hmm. And then when... We were when I was pregnant with Lucy. I was like, you know, we really need to get a king in anticipation of having to share the bed. There is no room <laughs> for either of my kids to sleep in our beds. Okay. Like it's just, it just, I don't know. I'm not. It's not like I'm a light sleeper or right. anything like that. But I'm a. I need my space sleeper. Right. I don't want to be touched. <laughs> I just want to be left alone. I also, we have a sleep number. Oh, and okay. I actually sleep at a very low setting. So I'm like in a little. So like a marshmallow? Nest. Okay. I'm just like in a nest. I'm surrounded by mattress and pillows. <laughs> and I cannot, I just, if the kid is in the middle of us, they just start to roll down that sure. little hill on top of me. Yeah, my kids sleep on top of me sometimes. it just doesn't work can't do it can't breathe one of my kids is a very he's very easy to sleep with Mm -hmm. you know like I don't even notice him come into the room he just kind of crawls into bed finds an empty spot lays down Mm -hmm. don't even notice him the other one will literally kick in the door just like (laughs) smash it in like the kool-aid man announce he's here to sleep make everybody move around so he can get in the middle and then we'll flip flop and dance to the point where my wife has been like stay still or get out yeah <laughs> and usually he'll stay still after that but there have been nights where i'm all like why do we let these children be here but yeah no and my husband in. like it's to the point where i think my husband's actually left the room okay and like went to sleep on the couch my wife has considered and, she's like i thought about leaving all of you guys yeah night. and i'm like well that's i feel like that just kind of defeats the purpose yeah so i'm just like no we just but even when they were babies yeah they slept in our room mm-hmm. so with Lucy, the first, she slept in our room, I think, until she was about five or six months old. And then we put her in her room. We had, like, a video monitor. But she never actually slept in our bed with us. She slept in, like, the pack and play at the end of our bed. Okay. And mainly I think the main reason we moved her was just because she started becoming a lighter sleeper and so when my husband would get up early Mm, in the morning to get ready for work, it would wake her up. And so we just transitioned her into her room at that point. Willie? (laughs) (laughs) lasted maybe two months (laughs) and he actually slept in like a little like a we had this little bassinet that actually Mm -hmm. was by the side of the bed 
And he would actually make his way like into the bed with us. <laughs> but again, he didn't last staying in our room for me for only like maybe two months. And okay. then we moved him into his own room. <laughs> just Yeah, both of my kids just start in their own room yeah. and then I don't know. It just it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It just didn't I don't know. I am yeah. a heavy sleeper, but I just can't have people I just Yeah. I need I like having space. people sleeping alone is my nightmare as in I will not do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I am alone like there have been times like my wife would work late or have to go to like some sort of work function mm -hmm. where she's out at night and I'm going to bed I will just lay there. Aww. I'm like I hate being alone in bed since like childhood. Yeah. So for me having everybody there I'm like I'm not alone. Yeah. All of the people are here with me. Yeah. I mean I'm not I'm not worried about it with my, I don't know. Like when yeah. people say, like, oh, I can't have them be in my bed because then they can't sleep on their own. No. I, I call, <laughs> I mean, I kind of call BS on that. Yeah. I mean, eventually you're going to have to sleep on your own at some yeah. point. And it's Mason has started where like he hasn't been coming in until like everybody's about to get up. So like he'll come in while everybody's waking up in the morning. So I've, I feel like I'm seeing the natural progression of him not. Mm -hmm. coming back now and I'm all like I wish this was Smith instead of me yeah. <laughs> because Smith is the one who's just like a all terror to sleep yeah. with and I know I've said this before it works till it doesn't yep. it's gonna work forever I mean and that's we're gonna again, go to college with, together I feel like I'm gonna say that on all of these little controversial yeah. topics and it's 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 again it's not judgment on anything it's right. just it just speaks to parenting in general. Right. Like you're gonna do something because it works for that time period. Right. But then things happen, things change, something shifts. There's yeah. a developmental thing that happens and then it doesn't work anymore. And so you have to change or right. adjust. No, I it's agree. just how it is. So that's fine. It's fine. Yep. Okay. So number two is homeschooling. And this is kind of a weird one because I'm like, we're in a weird position where everybody's sort of homeschooling. But I'm I'm thinking that this topic actually means like formal. You are the teacher. You handle the curriculum. Yeah. Um, before the pandemic. Before pandemic, when somebody would say homeschooling, I do feel like it really caused a sort of visceral reaction in yeah. some parents because I talked about homeschooling for like a hot second before pandemic and I will tell you post pandemic yeah you, that's yeah, a you no. were pro I was um, pro yeah. homeschooling I was really considering pulling my kids out and just doing it ourselves now that we have done school at home I am going to say nah not for me not for me <laughs> sorry bro you gotta go yeah my stance on like traditional type yeah. of homeschooling has been it's not for us okay i can understand homeschooling for people who maybe like live out in the sticks out yeah. of necessity like they don't want their i don't i don't blame them i don't, wouldn't want my kids to be like on a school bus for an hour right to get know, to school just to get to school type of deal and for that i understand it makes sense for them and stuff like that or even like kids with like more special needs and mm -hmm. things like that or maybe just a traditional type of school atmosphere doesn't work for them right there i do get into other like homeschooling because of certain like religious beliefs i'm a little yeah on but it again it's also it's just not my place right you know but i still sometimes think about homeschooling yeah. mason has a lot of social anxiety mm -hmm. and so when even in kindergarten he would be like before school he'd be like my stomach hurts i don't feel good mm -hmm. you know and once he got to school he was okay but that anticipation of going every day would make him feel physically mm -hmm. sick but i also feel like you could argue that with like 
it's good for him to actually right. go to school because these are things right. that he needs, he needs to get to used to. Or, I feel like but. if we went the homeschool route, I would have to join like a homeschool co-op yeah. because he also needs that socialization yeah. where right now he's not getting it and he it's not great for him. I, yeah, I will say that like a lot of my hesitation with like homeschooling in the past has been due honestly to lack of knowledge about it. Okay. Just because, like, I didn't know homeschool co-ops existed. <laughs> My neighborhood I, is yeah. very big on homeschool co-ops. Okay. Yeah. So, I, like, I didn't realize that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize there were so many, like, actual programs yeah. out there for kids that are homeschooled, like sports and things right. like that. Our rec center specifically has programs during the day for homeschool families. Yeah. So you can, like, so be like come yeah. to gym, come to do these things. Right. And meet so, other. I mean, yeah. that was, like, I always think, like, the big... That's always been the big right. thing. Like, I oh, feel like homeschool kids don't have any social action. They're kind of weird because yeah. they only know their family. Exactly. Yes. But I don't actually, think that's the case anymore. It's not the case. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't really. I, I would say really. I come down on the side of I'm not 100% against it. I, I'm not against it for other people. Yeah. I just don't think <laughs> I'm equipped to do it. I think I would have really. to spend a long time researching programs because I wouldn't want a religious one and I feel like a lot of them tend to skew kind of religious and I don't want to create my own curriculum I want somebody to give me and they they yeah, do have, and they that, have that. that so, it's so just, I would need to like do some research before I jumped yeah. on that I mean I don't I don't, I don't know I I'm not opposed before I would think I was like absolutely not now being with all of this is yeah. just kind of like if I had to I guess I, right, but it's just no. I don't think it's. I don't think it's for us. Okay, but I don't have any qualms about other people. I mean, I, yeah. I don't. I never really had judgment towards people that were homeschooled or right. did homeschooling, and I just now I'm actually even more for it. Maybe right. So I don't know. Yeah, I I have no issues with homeschool, especially like other people doing it, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Maybe maybe we could do. Some mm-hmm. homeschooling, so we'll we'll see how that plays out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, spanking. Oh, okay. Yeah. They uh-huh. said discipline, and then when I read through like what they were talking about, they were really just talking about corporal punishment. Corporal yeah. Pit punishment. Yeah. We don't. We don't spank either. Our kids. I don't. I don't think it's effective with my children. Like, I, yeah. I haven't done it, but just knowing their personality types, I don't think. Did you get spanked when you were I a did. Kid? Oh, oh, okay. I was a hellraiser of a child, so <laughs> I knew it well. Okay. <laughs> I could probably count on one hand the amount of times that I'd been spanked, and I think it was mainly more just like it was like a reactionary, like I was about to run into the street, okay. and so my parents would swat me, mm-hmm. like, no. Like pay attention. <laughs> yeah, pay yeah. attention type of deal. So, and I, I have I have swatted yeah. at like our kids before for like the same type of stuff. Like Yeah, so when I put this list together, they had different child professionals weighing in on each topic. And one of them mm-hmm. was talking about how there is a difference between like a quick swat yeah. of like pay attention, you're about to be mauled or hit yeah. by a car, or, you know, outside of like I am angry yeah. and now I yeah. need to prove to you how angry I am. Okay. Yeah, and they're no. like that swat 
is not going to be detrimental to your kid. Right. Like, like if my kids have been, were fighting, right. and, like, I smacked my kid's hand away from each other, right. from hitting each other, or, right. like, if they were trying like, to grab something, and yeah. I'm like, no, I've done that Right. Times. If you're going to grab a hot stove, right. that SWAT is like, I'm protecting you. <laughs> Them's the devil's hands. Don't touch that. It's hot. No. Uh, <laughs> but if you're all like, I am angry, and, and now I need, I need to, you like, to feel the weight of that anger, that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. No, we have not done that. Is it something that I would... I don't judge other parents for it. Some kids are hell raisers, myself included as a child. It's not something that I would do to my kids. And if someone were... And I wouldn't obviously wouldn't do it to somebody else's kids. But yeah. I would... If you do that to your kids, as long as it's not... I don't... Yes. Abusive. Ab- crosses the line. Crosses like, the line into abusive. And I don't... And I, I think there's a lot of people that could argue that right. like what, just doing that, that alone yeah. is abusive but now if someone were to spank my child oh then i'd throw down and be like well now i must spank you right <laughs> yeah it's that's that's where i think there's a line crossed i mean i'm not gonna kind of step in on how you parent your child right but anything. you don't get to parent my child right. I, not in that way at least yeah so yeah i don't i feel like that's a real it's a hard one. That's a tricky one. Like, yeah. I think there's also a lot of different factors at play in yeah. how you grew up as a child. Like, yeah. I grew up in an area where everybody got spanked all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, if you did something wrong and another parent saw you, they would go to your parent and be all like, let me tell you what your child did. Yeah. And then you would get in trouble. I remember, like, parents actually had permission. To spank other to people's spank, kids. But, yeah. Like, yeah. So... It's just. It might be also just be a like generational yeah. thing. I do think we're probably one of the last or close to the last generations that, that got that like was, regularly was like a normal thing. Yeah. So foresee it kind of going away. No, I agree, and I I think there. I think part of it I would honestly say is like this push about mental health. Yeah. And how this is not an effective means of like disciplining mm-hmm. teaching you know and i feel like our generation has kind of been like we don't want to pass the same yeah thought process on to our own kids have you ever been like out in public and seen like a kid getting a whooping i haven't but i have been out in public and gotten my own whooping. okay <laughs> um i don't mm. have you seen a whooping in the wild <laughs> i was the whooping in the yeah. wild <laughs> I don't know that I've... I'm not sure that I've actually ever seen another parent spank their kid. Yeah. Like, another parent our age. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Like, I'll get into... Like, I'll watch a Facebook video and people are like, oh, that kid needs to be spanked. And I'm like, where are all these parents who are supposedly spanking their kids? Yeah. So, I've never actually seen... I haven't... That I can remember. Maybe. Maybe when I was, like, younger. Yeah. When I was a kid, I knew... I had seen lots of kids get spanked. Yeah, I don't, I don't... It does... Nothing actually comes to mind, though. Like, I've seen plenty of people, like, carry their kid out of yes. the store like a sack of potatoes. Oh, well, I've carried my own kid out. Because tantrums. It's, it's me. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> but... I'm the parent. I've seen, like, parents, like, get down and, like, grit their teeth mm. and look like they're about to give That's their me. kid a weapon, but they don't, Yeah. Like, from embarrassing me. Let's yeah. get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, that's me. Yeah. I'm that parent. But I've never, I don't think I've actually seen someone getting right hit on public. Yeah, I have but. definitely carried. Mason was a very, I mean, he's always been a really sensitive child, and I have carried him out crying. I have been the parent who's, like, on their knees, face to face, like, look in my eyes. <laughs> See how serious <laughs> I am right now. Yeah. yeah. You're very close. Yeah. <laughs> but... 
on the other hand, I'm like, I would, I'm more likely to just gather him up, leave the store than. Yeah, I've definitely. Like I remember, like Lucy was kicking my chair once over and over Ugh. and over, like in the car, mm-hmm. and I reached around and yeah, smacked her. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. like I'm trying to think of all like little scenarios, but again, those are all like like swatting away right, or right. stuff like that. I, I but no, I've never actually like planned on. Yeah, it's never been a plan. To like I lost control and now I'm going to right. Yeah, all right. Next. Number four, four, vaccines. <laughs> Listen, this is something. Okay, I'm gonna judge. I'm sorry. I know we don't say judge, but I. So yeah, okay. So this is a no judgment zone, but except on this, and I will say this, and this is maybe a very bold claim. I don't care. Come at me. Okay. I don't care. I feel very strongly. If you do not vaccinate your children, it is neglect. I said it. I stand behind it. All right. I okay. So I agree. But I'm going to come down on Medic- a slight... Medical exemptions. Right, withstanding. Withstanding. Yeah. I feel it's neglect. I am going to come down on a slightly softer side of, yes, I agree, everybody should be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We spread out vaccinations. So sometimes, I mean, when you have a baby, then you take them in. They can sometimes need like three or four vaccines at a time. We never do more than two. Okay. Uh, Mason had a reaction to one one time, and it was really nice to know, okay, it was this exact vaccine, so next time he has to get the second part of it, we should really keep an eye on it. Okay. Whereas I feel like when they double up all these vaccines, it's really hard to know if your kid were to have a reaction, what is the cause? Mm -hmm. I don't want to just assume, and then it's the wrong one. Like, how far apart do you... I'm talking literal days. Okay, okay. So, like, I will go in, like, they have a well check on Monday, they get two vaccines, we come back on, like, Thursday, and they get numbers three and four. So, it's just spread out, so I have the peace of mind of being like, okay, we know this did or did not have a reaction, and his second time around, he didn't have a reaction. Right. But I also knew to look for it. So, I'm not saying you have to pump your kid all at one time, spread it out over the week, but get all those damn vaccinations. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is my, my take on it. That's, and I'm, cool. Okay. As long as you're vaccinated, I'm, my I am, kids I'm sorry. If you don't yeah. get your kids vaccinated, I think it's neglect and don't think you can change my mind. <laughs> I don't care what Jenny McCarthy said from um, some unreliable if you were source. It's, vaccine advice from Jenny McCarthy, we need to back this train up and nope. just start over. Nope. I said it. And <laughs> Hot take. Come at me. I don't care. I don't. So, yeah, that's that's my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on from that. I, don't, I mean, where else can we go with that? Right. You can't change my mind. And, yeah. There's um, not a lot to say about it. Not much to say. So we lose a lot of listeners for that. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, number five is medicating children for things like ADD, ADHD. Uh. And I will say that I don't know enough about this topic. Like, if I feel like if my doctor was all like, I think Mason, like Mason's pediatrician, was like, I think he needs to be medicated, he's showing signs, symptoms, I would trust her and I would do the research and, like, work with her mm-hmm. because I implicitly trust his pediatrician. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know enough about it myself to be all like, oh, this kid needs to be or you shouldn't be medicating your kid. He doesn't. You know, like, yeah, I can't make a call on somebody else's kid because I'm not sure I could make that call myself on my own child. I will say that I feel in the past, Uh I think I came across it as like, I don't think children should be medicated for it unless it's like a behavioral thing. So it's like a detrimental. A detrimental thing. However, I think as I've just as I've gotten older Mm -hmm. and... I think I am less judgmental now. Right. Because <laughs> I also have kids now. Yeah. And kids are, you know, everyone's the perfect parent before they have kids oh, sure. type of deal. Yeah. And again, every child is different. Like my nieces and nephews. It's just. Right. Right. Like, it's just you see all these different. Like I don't parent the same as like my sister does. Right. She doesn't parent the same as like our other sister. Does. It's just. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their own Everyone's yeah, different. And they have different kids. And they have different kids. And so, yeah, I definitely, I think it has to be more of a conversation, like an ongoing conversation right. with like your doctor. Yes. And hopefully it's a doctor that you trust. Right. And if not, then get a second opinion. opinion. Right. I know that is actually hard though for a lot of parents mm-hmm. who maybe don't have as much access right to to like medical uh, help and stuff like right. that and so I think that's also maybe a good place to talk about that is with like your school right but I think I'm with you I don't have I just don't enough have the information knowledge. on yeah. it yeah but I think that's also just it's I feel like that's a really personal decision right. yeah that's that what you need i was to... really surprised this is one of the ones where i was really surprised that this is a battle in some ways i like i'm not because i feel like anything medical yeah is a battle but i'm all like this this is such a personal decision between you and your child and your doctor and you know whoever maybe somebody at their school their teacher if they're mm-hmm. like you know we've been teacher, having a lot of problems yeah. right so i'm like i I don't know how you medicating your kid and getting them the services they need would literally affect anybody else. Anybody yeah. else. Or or people I could see uh, people being like upset like this per- this kid's like really disruptive. Right. They need to be on medication. Yeah. But again, you don't know what or why right. they're being disruptive doesn't right. necessarily mean that they have like ADD or right. something. It's just so it's I yeah, I'm like this is such a personal Yeah thing that I can't believe people fight about. I mean, like, I can believe people yeah. fight about it, but I'm all like, I can't believe we're fighting about this. So I have yeah. no real feels on it. I'm Talk to your doctor, talk to your teachers, Yeah, figure out what you need to do for your kid. Yeah, yeah. the only advice that yeah. I would give is have this be an ongoing conversation. Right. And I do, I do know, like, t- you, like, the children, they have to be, like, evaluated. evaluated and so re-evaluated. I know this is, like, yeah. a process. It's not something that you're like, oh, I think my kid has this. And, and then they're like, director oh, let me like, write the script. Yeah. I know yeah. that's not something that happens. So if you're unsure or you don't trust your doctor, then try to get another one. Right. Get a second opinion. Like, absolutely. So yeah. That's, yeah. Number six is cried out, which I uh, guess this should have been higher on the list by co-sleeping. Sleep training. Sleep training. Cried out. Okay. I'm not a fan, mm-hmm. obviously, because my kids are in my bed, and so we never took that bridge. I know lots of people who have done it mm-hmm. and had great success. I can't do it because of my nerves. Like, mm-hmm. listening to my kid just cry, and I know people are like, well, there's different kinds of cries, and you become really attuned to those cries. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. Yeah. But if you do it and your kids sleep through the night, just know that I am jealous, and go for it. So... 
I let Lucy cry it out. All right. Um, I knew we were gonna. I mean, yeah. So, Lucy, I think it started like she like she slept really well, and then like just she started more and more waking up to yeah. just to eat or mm-hmm. to whatever or I don't know. But yeah. she was nine months old. She didn't need to wake up to eat at that point. Right. Like, she was fine, and it was getting to the point where it was. I was not being a very great mom or just okay. mood wise during the day because I You're was tired. up like every yeah. two hours and I just couldn't do it. So I did the cry it out method with her. It was it took two nights. Okay. Yeah. I've heard people say it takes like two, three nights max. Yeah. yeah. It took two nights. The first night was the worst. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's not like she was, she wasn't in any danger. I was right. right by, like, I was either right by her door, watching her on a video monitor, <laughs> and it was it was really hard yeah, that first I, night. Like, I was really upset. I was crying right along with her. Mm-hmm. The second night, she cried maybe, like, 30 seconds, and then okay. went to bed, and then after that, she just, she didn't she wake fine. up. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. I don't know what it was, but she just, she didn't wake up, and I know a lot of people were, one of the arguments is that they don't trust you after that because they learn that no one's coming. I don't know about that. Well, that, If you're responding to their needs during the day. But that's, I know that's one of the big right, arguments right, right, right. for it. But it was like, oh, they learned that they don't trust, that, to not trust you or yeah. they're not to rely on you. And I was just like, once at like nine months old, I don't, yeah, I don't I know. Don't, I don't think Did it's I feel awful doing it at the time? Sure. Yeah. Did it make me a better mom though for the rest of those days because I got to sleep right yeah I did so I think that trade-off is you know yeah with Willie we I did do it a little bit but it wasn't to the like I don't remember it being as bad as okay. with Lucy. I just remember with Lucy it was that one night I think she cried for like 10-15 minutes and it was the longest it felt like hours yeah with Willie it was more I would go in, settle him back down, and it took, I will say, it took longer Okay. with him, because I didn't just, with her, it was just kind of like I just let her go. Yeah. With him, I would go in, I would settle try him to back, soothe. try yeah. to soothe him back down, and then I would leave, and it did take longer. Okay. I don't know. You do what I you mean, gotta do. Yeah. Hindsight, I have it's, zero judgments. When people it get wasn't all my favorite. It this. was not my favorite thing. Yeah. If I had a third... I don't know if I would. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if I would do it again. Okay. But it was one of those. It needed. It was something that I needed to work in the sure. moment. And it did. And I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I would do it again. Yeah. With Mason, but, we definitely did not do it. With Smith, we didn't do it either, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But he was actually a better sleeper just from, like, the jump. Like, mm-hmm. he came home. He would just, like, sleep for hours at a time. And we're just like, oh, my God, we're so awesome at this now. Yeah. It had nothing to do with us. It was all Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the second time, I didn't even feel the pressure, whereas Mason was a terrible sleeper from the door. Yeah. And could we have benefited from it? Probably. I just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't something I could see myself doing. But I've heard so many like people be like, this was game changing for us. Getting yeah. my kid to sleep. And I'm like, it sounds game changing. I mean, truly. I mean, both of my kids actually are pretty, always have been pretty good sleepers. Yeah. It was just. So my daughter, she does sleepwalk. Oh, Okay. 
And I, and I have thought, like, did I trigger this sleepwalking with the whole cry it out? Right. I don't if know. I'm being realistic about yeah. it, no. Because you know what? My husband sleptwalked oh. until his teens, okay. his teenage years. So is it, and, and we've talked about it with her doctor and mm-hmm. everything like that, and it's probably just more genetic, I guess, right. but based on like other studies. But in like my darker sure. moments, I'm like, did I cause this? <laughs> right. So it's, um, I, don't, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it works until it, it doesn't, doesn't. You know? I just, yeah. <laughs> All right, number seven, bottled versus breastfeeding. Feed the baby. Feed the baby. Food's food. Yeah. I will say, I mean, so I breastfed both of our kids pretty exclusively. We pumped exclusively, mm-hmm. but I cared for the kids, and Betsy pumped, so our kids were technically bottle-fed. I think when I... Uh, see, I think of bottle-fed as just formula. Formula. Yeah. Yeah. Our kids had breast milk, but it always came from a bottle, never directly from the source. <laughs> Straight from the tap. Right. So Lucy breastfed for... 14 months mm-hmm. and then Willie always did everything longer <laughs> so <laughs> it like takes 15, time 15 16 yeah yeah food is food food is food I so with Lucy he would so with Lucy she refused to take a bottle oh, okay even if I like to put breast milk like she mm. just wouldn't take a bottle and that was that was rough because yeah. like, she was attached to me right for 14 months basically because I had to right to feed her. I mean, thankfully when she started eating solids and it, stuff like that, sure slowed down. But she went freight went from straight from the boob to like a sippy cup. Okay, she never did a bottle. Like always refused it. And there was one time I was actually in the hospital. I had some medical issues, and she for like almost 24, 36 hours. She didn't eat. Mm-hmm. She was four months old. Right. And she didn't Oof, eat. Like, that's hard. And like all the nurses kept saying, oh, like if she's hungry enough. And I'm like, she's four months old and it's been 12 hours. I'm pretty sure she's starving. Hungry. Yeah. And she wouldn't eat. And that was really hard for me. Yeah. Um, and at that point, like I was like, I wish I should like pushed bottle feeding mm-hmm. on her more. But like I remember like this whole like nipple confusion like sure. stuff that they kept talking about. And so I was just really worried about that and but be, I don't know she just never ever took a bottle Mason then, had a pretty severe tongue tie he ended up having surgery for it. it was really awful so he had a really bad tongue tie and the minute he got the bottle he would not take mm-hmm. breast anymore because he didn't have to work mm-hmm. for the bottle the way he did like he had a really hard time latching and we had his tongue tie cut as a baby and it was just so severe that like it needed surgery mm-hmm. and they wouldn't I don't want it done on a baby. They didn't want to do it on a baby. They thought with when he grew up, he could try to stretch it and everything. I don't think there's any. Mm-hmm. So if my son kid. started him on a bottle, like yeah. I would pump, and then he would. So he would take a bottle. Um, he didn't love it, yeah. which is kind of funny because he had a lip and a tongue tie. Okay, it wasn't as like they just did it in yeah. the doctor's office. But uh, he did he did take a bottle, but we also started on it okay. sooner, so that way like. Mason did have formula to be with him immediately home. So when Mason came home, he had jaundice and he kept losing weight and losing weight. Mm -hmm. So he was born, I think, like six and a half pounds. And then by the end of his first week, 
he was almost down to like four and change. Mm-hmm. Like he even just like I think it was just the like not being able to latch well. Yeah. So our doctor was all like, give him some formula just so he's getting the calories while yeah. we work on the latch situation. Uh, and then we just went. Betsy went to pumping. We started going to bottles, and then everything just kind of. Yeah, worked itself out. Just feed your kids. Yeah, that's what I say. Just feed them. I mean, I will say though, like personally, I did not want to give my kids formula. Not because I think it's bad or anything like okay. that, but I didn't want to do it because then I felt like I was failing. Okay, that I I couldn't do what I was supposed to do. <sighs> as a, I I get that a lot of people feel that way I, in the I, moment. Yeah, you feel like. This is what I'm supposed to do. Like, right. this is how I'm supposed to do it. And so I was super anti-formula because of that. Not because right. I was like, oh, this is poison. I'm going to give to my baby or anything. Right, right, right. As I'm, now that my kids are older and, like, if I were to have a third, I'd probably be like, yeah. <laughs> you get what you get. You get what you get. Let's feed you so right. you're fine. So maybe I can, I don't, again, like as you get older and you have kids, like right. the perspective comes and it's, it's hard. I think when you're in the moment and there's all these like expectations yes. or societal pressures that are put on you and you're also just like, you're like in this like forest in your mind, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Okay. Because like, everything is just like baby, baby, baby. Right, right. And so, and then there's all these things that you plan before you have kids. Because like, you this were is, perfect parenting before. Because this is how you want it or this is how you see it. And you hold on yeah. to these like ideals so hard because you think that's what it means to be a good parent. Right. And it's really hard to let go of those things. Yeah. And so for one of those little thi- ideals that I hung on to was breastfeeding my kids. Mm-hmm. And I put a lot of pressure and stress on myself. Like I remember taking so many supplements with my son just because like I was starting, like my body was just naturally over, I think around 12 months, but okay. he kept wanting to nurse until right. he was like 16. And so like, I, I remember I got like a cold mm-hmm. and like the I took Studafed and that just cleared things up, really dried it up. And I had to take all these supplements and like just so I could produce enough. And like looking right. back on, I'm like, God, I would have been so much less stressed if I just, just weaned, just weaned him at yeah. that point. Like it's not that big in it's your not head. That's, yeah, it seems you, so much bigger. It seems so much bigger than what it actually is. And so, so again, we'll just say it again. Just feed your kids. Just feed your kid. It's fine. They're going to grow up. They're going to turn out fine. Yeah. There's zero difference. Exactly. Yeah. So number eight is attachment parenting and baby wearing. Isn't that the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. It's that attachment parenting is wearing your kid, right? I think it's like (laughs) when I think of attachment parenting, I think of it as like baby wearing co-sleeping like I feel like it's a bigger group but yes they specifically call out baby wearing so maybe other people don't maybe we'll say like strollers versus baby wearing. sure let's go with that one I don't know I did both <laughs> yeah we did both too I mean I, I I don't think it's a big deal I liked baby wearing because I could clean and cook and have two hands and yeah I mean well I would so I had like this I had a like a little rock and play mm-hmm. thing, and so no, I didn't want to wear like my kids around okay. the house all the time. So yeah, I'd put them on the floor, like on like their little activity mat. Right. I put them in their little bouncer or jumper. I put them in their little rock and play or mama Ruth. What mm-hmm. I didn't 
do a ton okay. of wearing them when I was inside the house. I did the wearing of them when, like, if we went on a hike or okay. if we were running errands or we went to the grocery store. I I would wear them a lot. Yeah. But then, yeah, as they got older and heavier, yeah, they put them in a stroller. I don't know. I did. I feel like I did a lot of both. I did a lot of baby wearing. I feel we did not use a stroller until we had Smith. Mm-hmm. And so then we were like, okay, Mason needs to transition to a stroller. So he was almost two at that point. Oh, okay. Before then, like I, anytime we left the house, I wore him. So when we went to the store, when even in the house, when I was cleaning, when I was cooking, when I was just running air, it doesn't matter. Mason was almost always mm-hmm. on me. I bought bigger carriers to accommodate his growing yeah. size. Smith, I didn't wear as long. I He ended up in the stroller much earlier, but I feel like that's a little bit of their personality mm-hmm. difference. Mason was has always been very, like, he's calmest when he's touching another mm-hmm. person, like me or Betsy. Like, that's where his, like, calm spaces. Whereas, like, Smith is much more like, I don't need you. I want my own space. I don't... Yeah. yeah. I feel like it depends on the kid in yeah. a lot of ways. Like, for me, when we go grocery shopping... Yeah, I wore them because how I don't want to push a shopping cart and a stroller. Right, like that's doesn't work. And then I, if I put the car seat, then it takes up the, most of the cart. It took up most of the cart, so it was just I. So I just I would wear yeah. them. I'll, everything that I did, I feel like was out of necessity, not or convenience. Yeah, not necessarily what I thought was like. best or developmentally sure no I agree we baby wore because it seemed like that's where Mason was calm and happy and Mm -hmm. so that's what we did but like with Smith you're right I mean he was fine in the stroller he was fine in the cart so that's where he went yeah so do what you gotta do yeah I don't I like them both I don't care feel like there's benefits for all of them and I just yeah I took I took all the benefits. <laughs> Whatever I didn't was least resistance. I didn't want to limit myself with, I get that. with the benefit there. So We are in the home stretch. Number nine, young kids and cell phones. Oh. It doesn't specify how young. So let's say like seven, eight as the young. If you are giving a cell phone to a two-year-old, you're wasting money. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to uh, flush it down the toilet. You, well, is it like they have their own cell phone or they're yeah. playing with a no, cell no, no. phone? No, no, no. They okay. have their own personal cell phone. Oh. I mean, so Lucy's eight. Mm-hmm. She don't have a cell phone. So. The only way I see giving my kids a cell phone is if they are not in a place that I know exactly where they are okay. at times. So, like, obviously, they're not with, like... If everything was how every was a year right. ago and there was no pandemic and everything, Lucy would be in school. Is she going to be using a cell phone while she's no, in school? Right. No, technically she shouldn't be. Does Now, when she's in school and she has like after school programs or sports, will she have a cell phone? Probably. Yeah, I would say like once they get to middle school and they started... They're starting to do things like more on their own. They're going yeah. out with their friends, like yeah. to the mall. I don't know what kids do anymore. Or they go to the friend's house or something. Oh, right. Like, and you're right. After if school activities. In a place that I don't know exactly where they are 100% of the time. Right. Like, if she's not on the bus and she's not at school, she's at the house or she's at like grandparents or she's literally right. in a place with someone that I know and trust and trust right. implicitly, then no, I don't see her having a cell phone. If they are, you know, at a friend's house at a, after school activity or what have you, mm-hmm. yeah, they're she's 
gonna have a cell phone. But right. I'm, I and I, I feel like there's so many programs now to limit what your kids can do on cell phones. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I think middle school, I would be like, yes, you can have a cell phone because you're gonna be doing things. I yeah. hope you're going to leave the house and do something. Yeah. I had a friend who did give their kid, I'm not sure what age she was, but they were in elementary school mm-hmm. and they gave their kid a cell phone. And their reasoning behind it was just if their teenager doesn't come home right away from school, they're not worried about it because their teenager is probably off with friends or going somewhere. But if their like elementary age school kid did not come directly home from school, they would be really worried. And I feel like depending on what your situation is, I, I get that. It doesn't apply to me because I drop my kids off and pick my kids up. Like I think more so if like you're like my kid walks home from school and I'm not there when they get yeah. home. I mean, th- I feel like there's lots of different factors. Like yes. if you're if you're a two parent, have two different households. Right. I can kind of see that cuz no one has like landlines anymore. Right. So right. maybe you don't want to call your there's ex. There's no landlines, there's no pay phones, there's no right. yeah. Maybe you don't want to call your ex or your <laughs> ex's new wife. Or your ex, well, I meant like your ex-in-laws you okay know? so you just call your kid directly yeah. i can understand that or yes right. if your kid walks home from school i mean my kid took the bus and i had a spot the bus app so i right. knew exactly where the bus was at all times so right just, right so for us i don't think it really made sense yeah i'm not going to judge a parent who gives their kid a cell phone because i don't know what right. their situation yeah, I have is zero judgments on people who give kids cell phones because I'm like I, there's you're so right. many factors there's so many different like, things like what if that kid has like a medical condition right. that like they they just need to tell their parents right away or yeah. I, I don't I don't know so you know right it is, it is what it make is. that decision yeah last one allowing underage teens to drink at home and I'm all I don't have teenagers mm. so mm. this one was a little bit harder for me I would say no though I, I don't think I would let my kids drink at home. I would talk to them about alcohol. I want them to make safe choices. Mm-hmm. I'm not naive enough to think my kid will never mm-hmm. because I knew me as a teen. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a different, there's things that are different. Or yeah. there's, like, if it's like a special occasion, having, sure. or whatever. Like a holiday or a special occasion, letting your kid have like a drink or you know like a small amount of like right. champagne or something okay. for like with you and yeah, that's it. They're having like this. It's like a celebration. You're marking a moment or an occasion type of deal. I can see that maybe or yes. like my daughter's asked if I she could have like a sip of like my cocktail or a sip of her dad's beer mm-hmm. and yeah, like. He's let her, you know, try it, try it. And she's mm. like, "Ooh, this is gross. <laughs> it's more right. of that. Like, and I know like my parents did the same, like they would let me have a sip of something. Sure. But I mean, like just like it's a casual from, Friday. Let's come home some from beers. school and cracking a beer and watching TV. Yeah. That's going to be a no for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see it maybe on a special occasion. Like, yes, let's. I, I don't. Yeah, I guess I it could also see would think it would depend on like my kids maturity level at that yeah. age but like having just like casual drinks yeah that's gonna like for, we're all having a beer on friday night yeah for us yeah. that's gonna be a no yeah but, i agree I, I betsy and i are, are not big drinkers to begin with so i i just don't see it's like something that 
would be in our house to begin with. But I, you're right. Like a special occasion, we usually like do like a nice Christmas dinner or New Year's Eve. I could be like, uh, all right, maybe like the tiniest bit of champagne. I like to have like champagne. A toast or yeah. Something. I, I mean, I can see that. I just, I mean, also you gotta think in other countries, the legal drinking age is much younger, much younger than yeah. here. So it's yeah i mean i think it may it would be a conversation and like what your relationship is to alcohol right. and stuff and maybe what your culture is yeah, as well i definitely so, think there's like a cultural i'm not going to judge like another parent if they let their kid have a casual drink because again it's I feel like as long as like they're in a safe environment, mm-hmm. they're being responsible, what their maturity level is and stuff, all these different factors, right. like I can't Judge. make that yeah. call for somebody else. However, if my kid is coming to like somebody else's house and this is a normal for them, I don't, I would not want them to, I don't, I don't, actually even then, I don't know. Because, I mean, again, it's, like, maybe, like, a cultural, like, yeah. experience. It's But it's yeah. not, I feel like there's a difference also between having, like, a casual drink and then getting drunk. Right. Yeah. I think that's so, a big one for me. Like, are we drinking to, like, get... Mark an occasion? <laughs> right. Or, or are like we a... getting drink, like, are we drinking to get wasted? Yeah. And I don't know any setting where I would be all, like yes it's okay even at home for my kid to get wasted yeah oh no that's i don't think yeah but i feel like i guess like a special occasion something like that i'd be like "Mm, all right we can relax a little like at a friend's house like what if it was like a like a they're participating in like whatever their cultural i don't know yeah i don't know i feel like i would need to know more about the situation it would be a bigger conversation yeah i think i think it would require individual conversations about each yeah time you know like what are we saying here i don't want to demonize alcohol to the point where it becomes like when i do think it's also important to that like kids are maybe exposed so they have like a healthier relationship right right right. i don't want it to be all like oh this is bad but that also makes it kind of mysterious and exciting yeah so yeah i'm like i feel like each each time would need this separate conversation of what are we trying to do what is the purpose of the alcohol in this situation yeah I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. As long as like it's I feel like if it's being responsible and it's not, you know, something that's being taken advantage of or. Yeah. Pushed to a limit. Yeah. It's a murky situation. I'm not like that cool mom who's (laughs) going to be serving cocktails. Having cocktails. Yeah. After school. Yeah. That's not it. So I. eh. Yeah. I think for me it would just be more of like. Who. I want to know who's involved. I want to know Who, why. when, where, why, and how. Yeah. yeah. I want all the things <laughs> all the answered. And then I will make a decision. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. That was, was so ten. bad. Yeah. It wasn't so bad. Not so bad. Only one piece of judgment. And I feel like, <laughs> I will say with this, I honestly, that's going to be probably the last that we ever talk about this, though. About the whole vaccinations. Right. Yeah. Like, we're not going to have another episode yes. on this. We're not going to preach on it. We're not going to debate yeah. about it with anybody. That's it. It is what it is. You yeah. heard our stance. That's it. And I don't think we're going to bring it up again. So. Right. Anyway, um, let's do our win-lose draw really quick. Okay. You go first. What was uh, your win? My win this week has been getting things done. I've done house projects. I've done cleaning. I've been reading. I feel like... You're accomplishing. I'm, yes. I'm yeah. checking off boxes over here. Good. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so I signed up for my first 5K. <gasps> wow. 
who's the runner in the room? Exactly. <laughs> so, well, I so I at first I was like, I don't a five k. Oh, that's not very far. It's and like three miles. It's, it's good. Three, yeah, three point one, yeah. three point two. I don't know. Anyway. I didn't want to do it, and like I've had people say or friends come up and be like, "I'll like I'll run it with you." It's not like we have to like run the whole thing. Yeah. And my the perfectionist side of me was like, I don't want to sign up for something that I'm not going to be able to do a hundred percent. Right. If I'm not at the front of the pack, I didn't. Well, do this. that, just like <laughs> if I can't run the whole thing, then yeah. what's the point? Like, I can walk. Yeah. It. So. You're gonna Again, do it. You're it's gonna held awesome. me back yeah. from signing up or doing the, these things that I think would probably would have Be like okay. pushed me along yeah. to do something greater for a long time. Just because, again, I put these qualifiers on like, oh, I'm not going to do this because until I can do this. Or I'm right. not going to do this until I can do that. Well, you know what? I can run three miles now. Your girl's getting it so done. So I signed up for it. I'm going to do it. And I'm it, proud. Thank you. So I'm going to do it. I'm excited. Excellent. So my loss this week has been my patience with the pandemic. Okay. I have every single morning I get Mason signed on to school and then I go onto my computer and search for plane tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we are just coming out of like gray winter. It's just now starting to get sunny. And I feel like part of it is just like I want to go somewhere warmer, sunnier, you know, like I'm just so tired of looking at like the four walls that we live in and I'm like we can homeschool at my mom's house let's just fly to Florida homeschool at my mom's house I feel myself like literally every day I go on and like let me just see what plane tickets are like now today yeah I can see that I'm just losing my patience with like the monotony of yes yes it feels like I'm never moving forward like technically I'm doing the things I need to do it just feels just marking time now yeah Yeah, yeah hard so We'd had, so Virginia, Virginia's crazy, y'all, with weather. Uh, it's, like, even as we get into spring, it's not uncommon for Virginia to have, like, a random snowstorm. Yeah. Anyway, so we we actually just kind of, we're finally getting off of, it's warming up, but right. we had, like, a few it, snow days. Yeah, we had, like, an ice storm. Well, we've been behind. <laughs> L- Lucy and I have gotten behind in some online assignments from these, like, snow days. And it's, like, it's just... Like, we're still doing... So, like, the assignments that she has for the week actually aren't due until Wednesday the following okay. week. Yeah, Mason's, they have, like, a grace. We are really pushing, like... Last minute. The last minute. Like, Wednesday we turn in those assignments. And it's just, like... Are they getting turned in? They And that's the thing, they yeah. are. But I feel like it's just adding Pressure. extra, like, stress and anxiety. Because okay. it's, like, we're doing the stuff that she has that's doing that's due now or whatever right. but then it's like we just keep it's, it, you're always running a little behind I feel like they're always running a little behind and it's just like can we just finally catch up okay and that's it's just yeah uh, well it's just like this icky feeling that you get you're like oh crap let me look at what's due did we not turn that in so i just yeah yeah, we definitely had some issues with that in the beginning of the school year, and I feel like I started becoming really rigid. Like, I would print out everything, and I would start assigning days to it because we had the same problem. Like, they would set all the assignments, and then they were due the following Monday, mm-hmm. and we would be waking up Monday and being like, all right, we got to check off all these assignments and get them all in. At this point in the year, I'm like, it is what it is. He yeah. shows up. He does sometimes. 
last episode, I mentioned that we missed it. (laughs) So mostly we show up, we get what we need done, but I don't know. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Draw. So my, (laughs) I've been... I, as we all know, I, I TikTok it. Um, <laughs> I don't make anything, but I do. I watch a lot of stuff, and a few of the people that I follow are like interior design decorators or okay. like DIYers, and they're making like these all these really fabulous spaces. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I look and I'm like, oh, I could totally do that, or like even yeah. I could totally knock this out. And now I'm just kind of and I like I look at my house and stuff, and I'm. Like, there's a design to it, but it's mm. very eclectic and kind of pieced together. <laughs> but I, I'm okay with it. Like, it's just... I've been there. I've had to walk away from Instagram because I'm like... Yeah. This makes me feel a way about my space that I don't like. Yeah. It's like, I want... I see all these things and I'm like, I could do that if mm-hmm. I just put in this like effort. effort or yeah. if I... But you know what? I have small kids. Mm-hmm. Things don't stay nice very long mm-hmm. in our house you know some of the furniture that we have is is like our nicer furniture right is furniture that was like handed down to us by like parents and stuff right. like that and they're old so they have like nicks and gouges sure. and things like that and like we've talked about getting new like area rugs or right. a new sofa and i'm just why why yeah why care about this now mm-hmm I, I don't like when I'm an, older and the kids are older. I'll have that really nice, nice stuff, yeah. interior decorated space when I have the time, when I have the patience, when I don't have people, you yeah. know, spilling yogurt on my carpet. You know, it's just yeah. Why? So um, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I I definitely get caught up in like the Instagram feel of that same thing mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, I saw an Instagram the other day and a woman had given birth the week before and she's holding her newborn painting her kitchen cabinets and I'm like how long have I been talking about this good for her good for her but then I kind of like get in my own head like she just had a baby my kids are old enough to like do their own thing and I still that baby is stationary she can know where it is (laughs) all the time Uh uh-uh strap that baby on baby wear put it on paint the cabinet yeah there you go uh, I feel like I have to take breaks sometimes from social media to get perspective on like this is a nice house we have nice-ish yeah. th- nice things for where we are right at this moment yeah. I, you know and I like all yeah. the stuff that we have right. I like it it's something I that picked we picked it. out yeah. it's with love it, does it all necessarily go together no right. because I picked this out at a different time in my life and then you know, right. we got this other piece and it will all come together one day. Right. It will all be fabulous one day. Yes. And I'm, you it's know what, fine. this is the house that we live in and I love it. And there's a lot of other stuff that's really awesome that goes on in this house. Mm-hmm. And so. Your kids aren't going to remember if it's whether not, your curtains and your carpets yeah. match. If and, it's not perfectly designed and, you know, staged 100% of the time, you know, it's cool. We live yeah. here. <laughs> Whatever. So my draw is that. I am coming to peace with the fact that Mason is going to very soon learn that I am bad at math. (laughs) This sounds like this is a dumb thing, but Mason and Betsy love math. They love it. Like, this is something they just do for funsies. And I will tell you that even when I had to do it because it was assigned to me, math is not my strong suit. Same. And he is in first grade, but they're already starting into fractions. And I'm all like... yeah. 
let's take it down a notch. It was a refresher course for me when Lucy was doing fractions. Yeah. And I'm like, when I was in first grade, I was cutting out pictures in magazines of things that started with A. (laughs) You know, like fractions weren't on the table. And so, I mean, he's doing like pretty like basic fractions right now, Mm -hmm. but I it really like kind of gut punched me. I was like, he is going to do math at such a faster rate than I did. Mm-hmm. They're going to be at like a higher level than I was when I graduated high school. Yeah. yeah. Just... And I'm like, oh no. Usually when he has problem with school, oh, no. I, I step in and I help. And then I'm all, he's all, you're so smart. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Math is going to get ugly real fast. And so for a couple of days, I was really stressed about this. And I just kept bringing it up with my wife. And she's like, it's fine. I'll help him with math. Mm-hmm. It's something I enjoy. And it took me like a week and a half really to kind of get comfortable. And I'm like, I don't have to be perfect. Like if he needs help with, you know, writing and history and all those other things, I can do those things. Yeah. I don't have to do every single thing. Yeah. You don't have to be president of homework, too. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, I've really, I've started to come around with, like, it's okay. He's going to find out soon that math is not my strong suit. And there have already been times where they like to play lightning round math games where they throw out, like, what's this plus this? And I have gotten them wrong. And Mason will correct Uh, and I'll be like, how did you get to that? I was like, I was still counting in my head. And he's like, no, 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 no. you just like go to this, to this. And then you just add this extra piece. And I'm like, no, son. What? Not everybody's brain goes from this to this. <laughs> my brain don't work like that. My brain was still loading all the numbers you gave me. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. We all have our strengths. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is fine. It is fine (laughs) (laughs) all right well everyone thanks for listening and follow us on everything (laughs) follow us on everything on all the things instagram twitter facebook uh, instagram and twitter it's underscore impossible job uh and if you want to email us it's laura at Mm wbqb.com and thanks for listening yeah we love you guys and uh hopefully this wasn't too controversial for you (laughs) The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests on this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.